All right, welcome to the receding money line for your Memorial Day weekend podcast. The official start to summer, we got Pat, Make Your Money Grow with Stevie Moneyline Mac. Uh, the NHL and NBA playoffs are heating up, but they'll be gone before you know it. But we are going to keep help keep the momentum this summer with some sports maybe you're not that into, but we're going to keep them on the top of mind and keep them interesting. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's that time of year where, uh, I actually feel like the NBA playoffs have been kind of lame. Hockey has been, hockey has been awesome, but like in two or three weeks, we're going to be left with a lot of baseball. We're going to, we're going to be watching a lot of baseball and, uh, we're going to keep doing weekly podcasts. And it's going to get more and more obscure uh, as we get into the summer. And um, the Mets and Cardinals tracker that we're going to update you on uh, just has them both as uh, co-favorites to win the World Series. So uh, pre- prepare for a summer of I don't know what sport. What sports? What what do we have? Well, we can esports. Well, I wouldn't get there yet. We got the the PLL. Yeah. Um, you know, which we'll have to learn those the names of those teams. Uh, MLS, maybe a little MLS action. We still have two majors in golf. Um, and then I mean, we, I mean, we have some Wimbledon. We have Wimbledon as well. So it's not we got some things. We got some things to talk about. Yeah. When, when uh, uh, we're going through our uh, picks to win for golf and Wimbledon, that's when the listenership is really going to start skyrocketing. I think, I think that's where we're really going to hit our, that's where we're really going to hit our stress. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're the saviors of tennis. I, that's what everyone tells me. Yeah. All right. So we're going to, we're going to uh, try to do things a little bit, a little bit differently this week, instead of doing a recap for all of our picks and then, across all sports, we're going to try to go sport by sport. So um, why don't we just start uh, with the last major golf? Uh, We had the PGA last weekend at Southern Hills in Tulsa. And if you remember from our last show, we gave uh, what I think was a, ended up being a very good and accurate uh, description of how the course was going to play. And it turned out it was super windy. The greens were fast. They actually didn't, they didn't even mow the greens in between Thursday and Friday. And you had a lot of key shots uh, that had to be hit from around the green. So it was super exciting. Went to a playoff. Uh, Justin Thomas came back from eight strokes down on Sunday, which was uh, tied the largest comeback ever in a major. So mm-hmm. that, was pretty, that was pretty sweet. Um, Mito Pereira from Chile, absolutely just gut wrenching double bogey on 18. Did you know who Crushing. he was before the, the, the this tournament? Yeah, I like kind of yeah, I knew who he was, but like he wasn't obviously on my radar at all, but but I I'd, I'd heard of him. Yeah. Um and very exciting. So you know uh Netflix is doing the show mm-hmm. similar to Drive to Survive. They were following uh Justin Thomas, Will Zalatoris, and like Matt Fitzpatrick, or maybe it was Mito. No, it was, there's Nico, no way they're following Mito. Yeah, it was really it was Pereira and and uh, Matt JT. Fitzpatrick and JT. And JT. So yeah. it wasn't Zalatoris. 
Yeah. So that, I mean, you're following the leader going into Sunday and you're following the guy who closed an eight stroke gap. I mean, that really reminds me of uh, when um, Pierre Gasly won. I don't forget where, where the race was and the drive to survive guys were following Alphatar that weekend. It really brings me, brings back some good memories of, of my French doppelganger winning the race. Oh, really? I, I need to get up on that then. Uh, I, I'm interested to know the other like people they picked for Netflix, like for other tournaments, because this is the only time I feel like that's been part of a story that they, that they even had the winner. And so I think that they've been picking kind of like duds, kind of like how we pick them. Um, Cause I'd be out there with Max Oma and Morikawa and DJ uh, as they stunk the place up. Yeah. But I had a question for you. I, so this was very, this was a good PGA major, right? And Rory, right? Mr. PGA, he did something that was not very PGA and he skipped the press conference after, you know, cause he was so upset after having the opportunity to win and not really taking advantage because but that yeah, term, that tournament was kind of out there for someone to take. And that's what Justin Thomas did. And he was he was upset because he's like frustrated with the fact that he cannot win majors, even though right. recently he's won on the tour. Correct. So like the question I've had is like and, and they were and there's like some stories about how like the majors have grown in popularity. They mean more now than they ever did. Yeah. And is that like I want to know what your opinion is like, is that a good thing or a bad thing that it's really all about the majors and these players like could not care that they win the Charles Schwab challenge. Yeah. I mean, I think the majors are all anybody cares about as fans, as golfers. Um, like there's some really good, there's some really good tournaments that are, that are not majors that are fun to watch every year. Like, like the uh, Jack Nicholas tournament in Ohio, the memorials is super fun to watch. Like I get pumped to watch at Riviera every year in LA. Um, Waste management. Waste management, right? Like waste management, super fun. So I think, and I actually would, I would actually disagree a little bit because I think that there are some big tournaments that those guys really want to win. Like Riviera, they really want to win. The Memorial, they really want to win. Um, the Arnold Palmer in Florida, they really want to win. But like, there's too many tournaments overall. Like there's just too many. Like you don't need to play the Sanderson Farms Open in in. Kentucky, I think it's in Kentucky or Alabama or something. I think you well, made no, that it's tournament in Mississippi. Up, so. It's in Mississippi. It's in Mississippi. Um, yeah, so I think uh, it's fine that they only care about the majors. Um, most people are only watching golf like four, five, six times a year at max anyway. So I think you got some big game hunters who come out for the majors. And Will Zalatoris is one. Brooks Koepka is one. Tiger, who we're going to have to talk about briefly, is is one now. So I, I have a different. I, I think the opinion is that sports is all about hype. Correct. Like you can like you need to get people to tune in. You need to get people to watch. And PGA, what they've done to like get people to watch it is that hey, we're not going to. We can't get every, people to watch every single Sunday. Like that's going to be really difficult, and we're only going to get a certain amount of people. But we can 100% get a huge audience four, five times a year. And they just cash in on that. And I think like, and I think that's exactly how it, it, it kind of works. Like it's kind of like the same way people pay attention to the playoffs a lot more. Right. Um, or even like that's why football, people are so excited about it is because 
there's not as many games, you know? So when every, you know, every time that you're watching, it actually matters. Like that's, that's the best you can do, especially with so many sports that are going on right now. Yeah. That's what I mean. There's just too many tournaments. Yeah. Like you're not going to, you're not going to get everybody for everyone, but tiger, that was tough. I mean, he grinded on Friday and shot 200 and make the cut. That was sweet. So, and he just withdrew. He, he just played so badly on Saturday. He just, he was like, I'm on out. Saturday. Yeah. And it was so windy and cold. And that's just not, it's just not. I'm all for him dropping out of tournaments, save, save his body, drop out. This is a, this is a sports betting podcast, in case you forgot. And I had a smattering of bets on guys to win. Mm-hmm. Were any of them Justin Thomas? None of them were Justin Thomas, but one of them, was Will Zalatoris. Ah. Will Zalatoris plus 2,000 to win. And when Mito Pereira made that double bogey on 18, I was like, like, I've got this. I've got this. And then JT uh, forces a playoff. And they both bogey the – sorry, they both birdied the first hole. And it was, it was, it was a tough scene for me. For me, I'm happy for JT though. What do you think about Zalatoris's shaky putter? Some of those videos. He was were... the best putter in the field this week, that week, that weekend. But I agree, he puts like, like, he's on a trampoline. <laughs> I've I've had shaky hands like that before. Um, not because I'm. It's not because of a trampoline. Not because of the trampoline. Not because of PJ Championship. Mostly because I've had too many beers on the back nine. And um, I finally like, oh, I have a chance at a birdie or something like that. And it's like all the nerves start to go. We've played some rounds of golf together where one in particular I'm thinking of out in uh, at uh, Montauk Downs. And we're like at the course at 8 a.m. We got like three hours of sleep and had 25 beers the night before. And my hand, like I could barely hold my cell phone, let alone like try to hit a three foot putt and make it go in the hole. <laughs> the excruci- a, excruciating pain. Yeah. And if you're, and if you're a professional golfer and your putter looks like what I in those situations, that's a problem. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah. So did you win any of your PGA bets? No. Kisner didn't win. Morkow didn't win. And then DJ and um, correct. And Kisner Homa, did not win. And Homa both weren't even close to the top 10. Homo yeah. was like plus top 20, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was tough. So right now the Charles Schwab challenge is going on. I don't have a single thing to say about that. I have I think it's I, in Texas. Yeah, so it's in Texas. So I picked Spieth. He's like plus twelve hundred right now. I just, you know. Okay. Texas, you gotta go with Spieth a little bit. Cool. Um all right. We're we're short on baseball updates this week because both our Cardinals tracker and our Mets tracker have not moved in the past, in the past week. Cardinals are still plus 3000, which I think is right where you got it at the beginning of the season. Uh, and really, Mets are still plus 800, which is a little, a little better than where I think I got them at plus a thousand. So. So I do have some things to spice up MLB. So okay. I, I was, I was having a conversation with my dad, um, parlay Polly Mac. Uh, he likes to be referred to, and he gave me his his parlay MLB strategy. Okay, so he picks. Is this similar to the 
tens and fours crap strategy. That's like the world's worst crap strategy. <laughs> that's yes. my uncle, Shawnee Mac, who that's his okay. strategy. And he knows what he's doing. So I want I that, okay. that works. That works. Um, okay. so, so my dad, he picks, he takes a look at MLB. He picks four teams or four games. Uh, and he does round robin parlays. So he wins if three, he wins if two, but smaller amounts. Um, but he only picks like these five types of games. So he'll bet on, he's got two sleeper teams that he, that the betting world has not picked up on yet. And that's the Miami Marlins and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. And then he, Bets against um, the Reds, the Pirates, and the Rockies only when they're away. Because the elevation change. I, I guess. I but they're, they're really. I guess it's more. They just, get too much oxygen when they're at sea level. They're I used think, to I, playing. I guess the at other elevation. People, the other people are not as used to like the away teams are not used to the altitude, so they, they play worse when they're in course Field, and that affects like they're not actually that good. Um, the Rockies themselves. So when they go other places, they don't play. So as the well. lines when they're away are too high because they're really not as good as you would believe because it's actually the other teams that are just playing poorly when they get to elevation. Yes. So he says he wins like, so he does the round robin. So he goes, I regularly win like three of the four games. And those are the only teams he bets on. That's like his main strategy. That he goes for, yeah. Okay, so we'll just repeat the teams for our for our listeners. So if they want to do this, so he bets on the Marlins and the Diamondbacks. Yes, and he bets against the Reds, the Pirates, and the Rockies only when they're away. Correct. Okay, got it. I'll we'll we'll let's do that every night this week and see if it ends up up or down. I mean, he told me, and I immediately put bets in. I was like, that's brilliant. okay i like it i'm all for it um the red Sox have gotten hot they are nine and two in the last 11 games trevor story has hit i don't know i don't know the statistic but a lot of home runs he hit enough home runs where the red Sox twitter did the thing where they put out like a graphic of trevor story uh like home run trevor story and the caption was just scheduled tweet you know when like social when the accounts are doing that like it's like, you know, insert comment. No, no, it's like scheduled tweet. Like, we get it. Like, he, he's hitting a lot of home runs. So that's – I don't know how many he's hit, but he's hit enough to get a scheduled tweet meme posted onto Twitter. So that was – that's good. Uh, the Red Sox are now only 10 and a half games behind the Yankees in the AL East, and they're only three games out of a wild card, the second wild card seat. So I will be going Red Sox uh, minus one and a half tonight against the Orioles. Okay. So hopefully uh, you get this podcast out in time for all of our listeners to make some money. Yes. Trevor's story reminds me of, he might, he's like the Dan Ugla of this generation. And if you, those who remember Dan Ugla was a second baseman who hit a bunch of home runs and he would hit about 10 home runs in two weeks. And then he would bat like 150 uh, until he then hit 10 home runs in another two weeks. It was like William Opeña. Yeah. And it's really good when those two weeks are in the playoffs. Um, but very much often they do not happen in the playoffs and he strikes out every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Cardinals Mets haven't changed. Yankees are now plus 600. So they are hot and 
uh, they're like plus 200 to win the American League. So they're, they're the team to beat right now for sure. They just had a new guy come up. He's got a sweet little mustache. I don't know his name, but he kind of looked – Max Homa said he looked like him on the internet. Okay. Is so there – are, are the – because the Toronto Blue Jays were kind of like everyone's sleeper – Favorite beginning of the year? They like no fall, idea. They've like fallen off. Nope, they don't even know their record. Don't don't have don't have a clue. There, it's it's Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Orioles in the yeah. in the AL East. Boston's not even a five hundred team yet. Correct. Okay. They were eleven and twenty two. Got it. And now they're hot. hot. Oh, my mom said that she um, might have to take down the. Red Sox flag for Pride Month, so she can put up her Pride flag. Okay. Um, and I was like, "Mom, you need to get a second flag holder. You cannot take down the Red Sox flag at a time like this." Or a Boston Pride flag, or, or they make those Red Sox Pride flag, Rainbow Red Sox flags. Yeah, why not? They have pink hats. They can have anything. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good idea, actually. Just a Rainbow Red Sox flag. Just, just create a super, create a super flag. Super flag. Yeah. So mom, if you're listening, um, please get the second flag holder. We can't, we can't be jinxing it. That is the, the exact same flag that I biked to school holding after the Red Sox won the world series in 2004. And the whole town was honking at me <laughs> and it wasn't because of my flag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cause you were in the way of traffic. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. All right, let's get on. Let's move on to basketball. All right, all right. let's basketball. move on. To basketball. So, you, I, I feel, I feel like you picked the Celtics and correct the Warrior. I mean, I, correct. I did not believe it when you when you picked it, but it looks like it's going to be like that. I mean, the Celtics, they are, they like out heated the Heat, like with all the culture and defense. I mean, they just smothered them. Smothered them. And I, I would, like, has defense always been a Celtics thing? I was thinking Dude. about, and I think it is because I also was thinking a lot of like the three amigos, right? Garnett, Allen, and not Rondo, uh, Paul Pierce. They like didn't get any flack for being a super team in their day. And I think the only reason they did is because they play defense. And if you play defense as a super team, people get over it real quick. For sure. I mean, the Celtics are fun, man. Like, like I, I've never been a huge basketball guy, but I, I really enjoy watching the Celtics. They're they're fun to watch. They seem to have fun on the bench. Uh, they're just they're just a cool team to watch. So they, they with that, cool, they have a cool thing going on where it's like they have a, a new person like really contribute every game. Like yeah. it's it's not just the Jason Tatum show. It's you know sometimes it's Jalen Brown, Al Horford, uh, you know Peyton Pritchard. You know they're all getting a shot to like shine, which is really cool. That yeah. being said, I have uh, eight heat plus eight and a half tonight. Daniel Tice, kind of the the tall. Uh, I don't. I don't even know what position. I don't even know basketball positions. Like I. I don't like. I don't well, know. It's, po- it's positionless basketball nowadays. So don't you don't even. Have to worry Is that, that true? Yeah, it's like ball handlers, wing athletes, um, and so like point guard. Those guys are not. Yeah, they don't really. They, they kind of okay. throwing that away. Well, he kind of reminds me of like. I mean, just because he's tall and white, I guess, is the reason for this. Uh, like, um, 
Brian Scalabrini like reincarnated a little bit, but like a much more athletic and tatted up version of Brian Scalabrini. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got the Celtics and uh, the Warriors to win the finals, both I think plus a thousand and plus 1100. So Celtics are going to win tonight. I'm taking, actually I did put down here Miami plus eight and a half. It's so big. It's such a big spread. It's so many points. So many points. Um, but Miami just looked lifeless last game in Miami. So it's just hard to see them. And there's been huge blowouts the entire playoffs. So, well, I mean, like maybe I, I said, just talk, it, maybe I just talked myself into it. Celtics. It's all about, I mean, if you make your shots, that's all that matters. Yeah. You make your shots, you're going to win. Um, I have a uh, Western Conference finals pick also. Oh, you. For the, what do you mean? The Warriors already won. I, I knew you were going to think that, but this is the Western Conference Finals for lacrosse. For <laughs> the premier lacrosse league, Western Conference Finals. I know we were supposed to go in sports order, but I wanted to surprise you with my Western Conference Finals lacrosse pick. So the way lacrosse works these days. There's no, there's no cities. You, how is there a Western Conference? I you, you know Steve I I do not know I do not understand how it works but I can tell you that the San Diego Seals are playing the Colorado Mammoths uh this weekend in the Western Conference Finals of whatever league they're in so I think it's the Premier Lacrosse League. No, they're somebody? in the NLL, the National NLL, correct. Lacrosse the League. National Lacrosse League. So the Bandits are already in the finals. Okay. Uh, there's East and West. The Seals played the Wings. Don't know where they're from. And the Roughnecks lost to the Mammoth, the Colorado Mammoth, in the West. In the East... The Bandits beat the Firewolves, and uh, the Rock beat the Thunderbirds, and then the Bandits beat the Rock. <laughs> it's not the Rock. It's just Rock. <laughs> the Toronto Rock. Is that, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a music, it's a music genre. It's not the actual Rocks. Okay, yeah. So uh, the Bandits are into the finals. The Seals series has tied at, at one. Um, is it best I mean, of three, best of best five? of three, best okay. of three? Oh, so this Mamm- is Wooly Mammoth. Winner go home. Are not tonight. lacrosse players. Like anybody could, anybody could tell you that. So the game is tomorrow. Uh, I've got the Seals minus one and a half goals, and I actually did a little digging on this. So over the whole season, which was some number of games, thirty ish, the Seals have a nine. Plus 19 goal differential. The Mammoth, minus two. Minus two. So ah. free, free money. Uh, San Diego Seals, minus one and a half against the Mammoth. Don't know where it's on TV. Uh, it's probably going to be like the Saudi Golf League where you have to watch it like on YouTube. Um, I probably won't be watching, but I've got a bet in. Go Seals. Yeah. So. So a couple of the, the NLL. That's an Wait, do you think that it's league. hold on real quick? Do you think that it's like just the San Diego Seals? Do you think it's 
like the seals like the animal or the seals like the navy seals it's the animals i looked at their logo um and it's a seal holding a trident i think it's like a double thing because isn't that where tiger would go to i mean there's a huge navy presence out it could be be. there's also a huge seal population in the west coast so it's it should be a seal in military uniform that's really that's really what it should be (laughs) just cover cover all your bases so that yeah um the you know the the best vibes based sports podcasters aren't guessing what your logo is i mean or what your team mascot is yeah i mean the tampa bay rays did that i mean they were the devil rays and then they're like well what if we could just be the the rays of sunshine Uh, but we're also still gonna have devil rays in our like a tank of devil rays in the outfield so they are they are doing that right yeah it's like it's kind of like the um it's like the dumpling restaurant at my first apartment in the city like once they got enough bad reviews on seamless <laughs> they would just change their name on the internet and switch up the pictures a little bit and then they would try to change some of the signage outside the restaurant but they wouldn't get it all so like by the time i left it was like uh plump dumpling was one love dumpling was another and then mamak was the third there were three names on the side of the building from their three iterations of I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Fun fact, that wasn't even the worst place on that block to order food from. What was? There was Schoenberg's or something like that. That they they gave it was a chicken parm sandwich that oh it was like cat meat. It must have been it must have been that was that was was Ray's gourmet. Oh Ray's gourmet, Ray's gourmet. Shout out Ray's Gourmet, the deli on 13th and 2nd. (laughs) That's still a business though. Thrive. It is. I walk past it all the time when I get my haircut done there. We've gotten off track. You don't have any lacrosse. You don't have any lacrosse bets. Um, no, I'm more of a PLL guy. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yeah, okay. The, the traveling. What's I'm your a, favorite team? Uh, the chaos. Uh, What's your second favorite team? Uh, it is the archers. Okay. Good thing. You Does Mike Rabel, Mike, Mike Rabel, Mike Rabel play in that league? Um, Brian Rabel. It's R- Paul Rabel. Paul Rabel. Like Polly Max, yeah. Yeah, he was on the Atlas, but he, he is now retired. Got it. Okay. So he's just the he's just the, the commish. Now. Yep. So that's a good league, though. That's very fun. A couple of Lehigh guys are in that, too. So watch out. Oh, nice. nice. All right. Any more NBA things? I guess I'm doubling down on, on the Warriors to win the whole thing. Um I still I don't know why I don't believe in the Celtics, but I just don't. I feel like they're gonna lose eventually. So the Warriors do seem like a team of destiny, although so do the Celtics. So yeah. And I feel like it's funny that I'm I, I'm rooting so hard for the Warriors. I don't know why. Um, and it really like having LeBron not be on a team, it almost feels like unfair for them. Like they're like, oh, we don't like those LeBron teams are like the only ones that can stop them, and they don't even have to see him. Yeah. Well, LeBron is not good anymore so he's <laughs> i don't think he would i don't think i mean he didn't stop them they did go through him yeah, he, okay. they just couldn't make the playoffs yeah kind of yeah but i but i get what you're saying um all right hockey so, hockey so we're kind of in it so i mean we could look up i mean if if the hurricanes still keep winning their home games they're going to get through the rangers and i'm going to have two teams you're gonna have one team and as long as the avalanche don't win the whole thing 
we could be in business. Someone, someone's going to be happy on this podcast. The the uh, flames that are good. The flames just couldn't. I mean, that game, I don't know if you watched that game last night. It was crazy. There were like four goals scored in in two minutes of play in the second period. It was it was awesome. And then it went to overtime after. Apparently, you can't kick the ball into kick the puck into the net. Yeah, you can't. I, I learned that. Um, I knew that, but it happened last night to my Calgary Flames. Um, but now my Edmonton Oilers <laughs> are are heading to the next round. Playoff hockey is great, man. Did you did you get a chance to watch Game Five of the uh, Avalanche and Blues? No, I don't think so. That's the one I was I was watching it, and the Blues like made like a comeback at the end and and tied it up. And then uh, McKinnon. Oh, yeah. He went coast to coast. Like, it was one of the coolest goals I've ever seen. Like, just beat the entire team, scored, take the lead. And then I was like, oh, the game's over. It was like, there was like less than a minute left or less than two minutes left. Turned it off, went to bed. And then I look it up later. I was like, the Blues won? Like, we like my dad, dude. 30 seconds. My dad, my dad, it'll be, it'll be like, uh, bottom of the eighth inning in a tied playoff game he'll be on the couch he'll be like all right that's gonna do it for me tonight <laughs> <laughs> you know how dad's like that's gonna be it for me i'll see you guys tomorrow and we're like dad what the heck are you doing like well like it's the fourth quarter of a you know pat's monday night game or something and he's like oh i gotta re- i gotta retire <laughs> that's <laughs> It's because I mean it was such a good goal, and I was like, "Oh, this was so demoralizing." Then I was like, "The the momentum, like it's over." Um, you know what my dad says? He's like, "I can't let my get myself get too excited at the end of the game because then I won't be able to sleep." <laughs> I get that too. I get that too. Yeah. Sometimes um, when, I, when I watch MTV's The Challenge, um, I have trouble sleeping that night because like, it's so you just up. you just. You're just thinking about how much you love all of the uh, all the guys, the yeah. Else. yeah. I mean, giant bananas. This is. Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> I feel like their their demographic is my is our age at this point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as. Don't worry about it. So the Avalanche Blues. What's that series at right now? It's three two Lanch. Lanch, nice. Okay. And we're playing in St. Louis tonight. Yeah, I got I picked plus one fifty blues. Yeah, I'm gonna um, do the same. Th- I'm gonna do the same. Yeah, I just I mean, hey, they won two games. What's gonna stop it? Rangers tomorrow, man, at home. Descended I, to seven. I love that the Hurricanes cannot win a game on the road. Like they just refuse to. They get everyone's yeah. hopes up. They get you know, this this is the same this is the same thing that happened with with the Bruins. So I all the Rangers fans are, are going to be so excited about it. And uh, I actually, so I have a new, new guy in my, he's like a, next to me in the cube farm. And he apparently is like a huge Rangers fan. And his man cave basement is like in one of the commercials for Rangers games. Like that's oh, like, really? Yeah. So he has that's been talking cool. my ear off about how, how the Rangers. Does he want to come on the pod? Does he know you have a pod? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so he's been he's like very 
like every day he, he I get I don't even need to watch the game I can just literally like see his face in the morning and be like oh I know what what happened that's that's pretty cool man I remember being that into sports it's fun but it's also exhausting it yeah like it's tough when you're like sad about a game I would get really sad about the Red Sox like my mood would be directly correlated to how the Red Sox played growing up yeah so that was tough um I see a tennis pick here from you. Why don't you why don't you enlighten us on your tennis pick? Okay. The the French Open is happening. Roland Garros, everyone knows that. Is that ha- that's happening now? I think it's starting. I saw some some clay and, and rackets happening. Um okay. So everyone's gonna I mean the safe pick is Nadal. Um the second safe pick is Djokovic. Yeah. But I've heard there's an up and comer, Carlos Alcaraz Garcia. I've seen his name around. He is like, he is a Spaniard. He's built like very fast, built for the clay game. Um, and if, in my opinion, if anyone's going to beat Nadal, it's going to be this guy. Um, he's the most like Nadal. He's just a younger version. I think he just doesn't have the strength uh, that Nadal has. But um, you know, I think that that he's a he's a good bet, good value at plus uh, three hundred thirty. Okay, I'll join. I'll join you on that. Sounds like fun. Yeah, or you can watch Nadal just win his 14th or whatever, 13th clay. He's old, man. He is old, but he's like, he's kind of like Cristiano Ronaldo. You're like, oh, like, or like LeBron James. Like, these guys are so old, but then they're like still freak athletes. Yeah. So Tom Brady. Uh, Tom, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tom Brady as well. What else? You know what else we have this weekend is Monaco. Oh yeah, F1 in F1. Monaco. Who won last week? Uh, Not Max. Max Verstappen. Oh, he did. One, yeah, because Leclerc. I was I was watching this on a plane. Leclerc uh, was cruising to victory, cruising, absolutely cruising to victory, and his car just stopped working. <laughs> like it just just shut off. Like, like they'll be like, it's like, like it was a Mercury like, sable. No power. I was like, I have no power. I have no power. It's like you guys spend how much money on these cars, and like they just shut off in the middle in the middle of the race. Um, so Max Max just cruised. He just cruised. Um, but this weekend, it's all about qualifying. Everyone knows that about Monaco because the race, like you can't actually pass anybody on the track. So um, it's all about it's all about quality. Max is plus two fifty. Leclerc is minus 125. Uh, the Ferrari, Leclerc has been pretty quick, pretty quick in practice. Um, I don't know, Signs is kind of a value pick at plus 500. Sergio plus 1400. Maybe you have a Mercedes sneak in there at plus 2000 or 2500. I don't know. I don't know. It's, were, it's hard were, to say. As you were talking, I put money on Max at plus two fifty. So yeah, I like Max at plus two fifty, and I like um, Carlos at plus five hundred. And I, Leclerc hasn't finished his last six Monaco races, so that stat uh, is from um, Griff Cook. So Griff, if you're listening to this, which I know you're not, um, thank you. And uh, Daniel Ricardo crashed out in practice today. I have a fun F1 idea. Okay. I think at like, like the most exciting races are when it's raining, right? So I think at like three races in the year, 
they should either just have sprinklers and just like automatically make the track wet and just like get the track wet for the entire race. Or this is a better idea, but it would be logistically challenging. Like they give the dryer, they give the teams like a two minute warning and it's like water at a random time in the race. So like water is going to start in two minutes. <laughs> and then <laughs> you're you're kind of describing like a Mario Kart type of situation. Correct, correct. correct. When does the lightning come and, in, Pat? And then in seven the cars minutes, we're, we're releasing banana peels. <laughs> yeah. So I think that would be fun. Um, but yeah, I got really excited for the Monica race last year, and then I realized why people don't get excited for it because it's just like boring as hell, the race itself. Yeah. It's so. all about it's all about the flair of of I guess the party, right? That's what it's all about. Correct. Exactly. So exactly. All right. Well, we covered a lot there. Yeah. We covered a lot. Uh don't worry. We know sports are gonna slow down soon. Uh, but we will keep you covered on everything that's going on. There were some esports I saw in the in the betting app today, but I could didn't have time to look up what the um I wanted to say sport, but video game is what the video game was. So they play video games I've never heard of. Oh yeah. That's what confuses me. Yeah. And like to me, I'm like, you're just like like I don't know. like the world of Warcraft, like they just run around and use spells on each other. Like, why can't anyone do that? Like, isn't it just like based off what I got into a long conversation at a bar (laughs) last weekend about Pokemon with somebody? Uh, and he was like, he actually has a Pokemon podcast. He was explaining to me just not something that i understand at all so uh we will not be doing pokemon in this podcast much to the chagrin of our listeners okay that's good i got like plus plus 200 uh blastoise versus charizard this weekend so (laughs) yeah that's how that works yeah (laughs) i have under four rounds or yeah (laughs) yeah all right well uh until next week uh we'll we'll talk to you guys uh, look forward to discussing the results of Monaco, uh, NHL playoffs. The, we'll know the Rangers' fate by then. Uh, that'll be fun. And hopefully the Celtics win tonight. I've got guaranteed victory in the basketball finals. Maybe we'll have Wes on to recap the finals again with us. And uh, he can tell me how good of a basketball better I am and how uh, my analysis is top-notch for picking the last two teams. So with that, receiving money line is out. We'll talk to you guys next week.